This is Brandon Clay, another episode of the BCS Report Podcast, powered by ProspectsNation.com, fueled by Brandon Clay Scouting. Appreciate you tuning in. We're actually looking at what we call the rundown. We take the latest happenings across the country nationally and look at the impact and the consequences of what's going on. We'll start with West Virginia landing T.T. Jinx. Jinx now number 75 in the country the number 17 forward, according to Prospects Nation, and rightfully so, really showed out during our All-American Showcase back in August. Versatile skill set was great during an eval where I had a chance to watch her in Indianapolis in July with Scott Johnson's West Virginia Thunder. Jinx is a kid that can shoot the three. She can score it in the mid-range. She can also get into the lane and make a play finish at the rim. Uh, slender frame but a real diverse game. Really think two through four. Uh, even could defend some at the one um, if need be, especially in switches. The way the game is gone now, you get a one-four screen, a one-three screen on ball. You can just switch that with Jinx and let her go. Uh, big pickup in that regard for Mike Carey's Mountaineers, a defensive-minded team that really likes to lock into people. Jinx is definitely a kid that can do that. Moving to Missouri. Done a great job overall with their recruiting over the past few years. You look no further than Sophie Cunningham and Sierra Porter in that group that just walked out of the door there in Columbia for the emerging SEC program. And they've made themselves a yearly fixture in the NCAA tournament. And when you can do that, as Robin Pinston and her staff are finding out, your recruiting is able to change a little bit in terms of the depth of kids that you're getting. You look at Jaylee Kelly there from in-state, who we've got in the 150 in the post-game, staying in-state, just committed there. Myra Gordon out of Texas, elite 50 kid on the wing, just visited this week for their football game against Ole Miss homecoming. And then two underclass kids that I want to talk about, Peyton Verholst, top 10 We've talked a lot about her in various podcasts, about her accolades and her background, so make sure you check those out. But a very talented uh, guard out of Kansas. Allie Van Timmeren joined her on the visit there uh, from Michigan Grand Rapids. And we've talked also about Van Timmeren's emergence. Both of those kids are part of the BCS Select 24 training program and academy and have the skill set to really come in and be impactful wherever it is they go. I think that Van Timmeren you know, in the re-ranking expansion, definitely as a kid who will be in the discussion in the 100, honestly, as high as in the 60s. She's played her way into those type of statements. Shoots the ball well. Left-handed kid would be a great addition for a group like Missouri. And then Verholst, obviously, with her skill set, her length, her ability to do a lot of different things. And I think she's just a natural leader in terms of the example that she's able to set on the floor with her pace, with her play. You start to get those three kids to come on visits. Obviously, Gordon officially, Verholst, Van Timmeren unofficially. You see the tide really trying to go up a level. Not even changing because it already has. But really going up a level there in Missouri. And uh, credit to Robin and Jenny and the staff there for doing the job that they've done. Sticking to the BCS Select 24 Academy group. Kendall Cheeseman's a kid out of Florida in the Tampa area who's really, really made a name for herself over the past six months. We talked about starting at the Final Four event that we ran, kind of putting on there, having a good summer uh, with Tampa Thunder, and then circling back in Atlanta 
late August, and then most recently in Nashville, first week of October. And her recruitment really has taken an upswing in that way to kind of coincide with her play and national recognition. She visited Belmont, Princeton, Vanderbilt, and Villanova all over the past couple weeks, so she's been busy. And much like Van Timmeren is the kid that when we re-rank will be in that mix. You, know, you talk about 160, you know, whatever. She definitely has played her way into the discussion uh, Plenty of upside there, too. Obviously, great frame, the ability to get up and down. Smooth four player, but I think the best is still yet to come for her game. Very dialed in, both on the floor and off, and just a really bright kid. So looking forward to seeing what comes next in her progression. Meg Newman is a kid that really, really since the springtime has been a name that has been buzzing through my office. Uh, we got the chance to work with her. She's out of Indianapolis. Um, there, the lineage with Sid Parrish and some of those kids. So we were glad to have her down to All-American Camp in late August. She actually was back in our home state with us in Indianapolis. Sean Stick-Smith joined me, and we had the opportunity to train her uh, during a event there in the middle of September. And the thing that really caught my attention with Newman is she's just very astute, you know, for a kid that's a 2021, right? She's really paying attention to what's going on, whether it be on the floor with the training. I know Sticks was talking about home base and getting back to home base. And that's something I actually had a conversation with Meg last night. And we were talking about that, you know, using her feet and her legs, getting more power in her shot and just some of the different things that she's trying to tweak in order to become a great. She's just very dialed in. She's doing the same thing recruiting wise. Just visited Maryland, North Carolina State or North Carolina, excuse me, Penn State and then Michigan even over the past three weeks um, and, and is one of the most sought after front court prospects in the country and for good reason. Uh, I think that, and I said this to her yesterday, she's got a frame and a style of play that reminds me of Jessica Shepard back in Jessica Shepard's high school days. Uh, you know, the thing that Shepard obviously was able to continue to do was to build upon her game and her skill set, but she always had the ability to make positive things happen on the floor. I think Newman actually has more bounce than Shepard. Shepard probably a little bit further along in terms of the polish of her skill set offensively. She had that real old school YMCA game even at an early age, and all of that obviously has panned out for her injury notwithstanding. You know, she's a WNBA player now. So you hope the same trajectory for a kid like Newman as she's doing her due diligence both on floor and off. And that, folks, this week's rundown. As always, Brandon Clay. Until next time, any gym is home.